open by accident. We're back again. I'm Nick. Hey, I'm Matt. How we doing, Matt? Ah, uh, all right. Just uh, some of the expressions and the uh, non-verbals between us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we know how to communicate. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I uh, recently started uh, seeing a new lady, and uh, right, had a little funny story about um, we our oldest brother is uh, an odd fella. And through the years, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if I was uh, in junior high or whatever, but every girlfriend I had, he would try to buy them a Christmas gift, you know, associated with them. And our sure. brother's a, a weird guy. So, you know, he'd get them like, I don't know, a painting he found at a, at a thrift store, you know, of like an old lady. You know? uh, but, yeah, you, you know. Or a book he found, you know, at a, at a garage sale that's, you know, about uh, pigs wearing dresses or something. I don't know, something like that. So, I mean, yeah, I get it. Because he does the same thing yeah. for us too. Oh yeah, I mean, like, but none of my girlfriends who even really knew him cared for these gifts. You know, I always just got stuck with them because they're like, I'm not taking that home. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, fair enough. Right. Um, but I, I bring it up because um, going through a lot of his stuff that he you know had left behind was a lot of books and stuff, and one of which was a book he uh, had mentioned to me before that was uh about, uh, I don't know, Hitler coming back and doing, like, the Fourth Reich or something like that. Okay. I don't have a lot of books, but that's on my bookshelf. And, you know, um, uh, my new girlfriend Tiffany was looking at all my books, and she knows that and just snatched it out of my hand. She's like, oh, I love anything related to, to Nazis or, or stuff. And I'm just like, oh. Okay. Great. I think she likes just reading about it. but Right. <laughs> I, uh, I don't yeah. know for sure. <laughs> okay. But I just thought that was funny. I was like, oh, man, you know, sucks Chris is in Arkansas now because Cause he, yeah, yeah, he'd have he a heyday. Hey <laughs> <laughs> Giving her random shit. So, um. You know, you mentioned the, the Hitler and the Nazis. I was actually, this morning before you came over, I was watching a YouTube video that just recently come out. It was a second part uh, where this guy revisits a game shop, an independent game shop in the, the country of India. Oh, okay. Uh, and I guess it's like maybe like one of the only game shops because it, people rave about it, but it's like filthy, nasty, a little hole in the wall. Like literally, like when you say hole in the wall store, this is the definition of that. Okay. It looks like they cut a hole out of a building and uh, there's this game store. Uh, but I guess he uh, he does repairs, sells video games and everything retro. And they've been open in, in business since the 80s. No kidding. But I guess what triggered when you mentioned the, the Hitler book was... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he's taking a tour of this guy's like childhood home, his current home, because his like collection, quote unquote, is just everywhere, scattered everywhere. I don't know if you can really call it a collection when when you walk into the house and then there's a a Wii U sitting on the 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 end table next to the entryway, and then there's a bag of a grocery bag full of like video games over here in the corner. I mean, is that really a collection? It's more of a game hoarder, if you right? Will. Yeah, and everything's filthy. So, I mean, mm. different, like, different culture. Yeah, definitely, definitely um, different. <laughs> so, anyways, we're taking a tour of one of the buildings, and um, he goes in this room that's just chocked full of bags of video games, and there is a door uh, that they open up, and it's, like, one of those doors where it has, like, a glass window in the middle of it. Okay. And in the middle of it, there is painted a swastika. Oh. And it's like, okay, we're going to talk about the video games but we're not going to talk about the swastika on the all right <laughs> just kind of in, <sighs> in passing by just okay see swastika. Right. um and then the other disturbing or weird part about this video is is uh we get introduced to this uh guy baba his uh 90 year old father who's like laying on a gurney or a stretcher of some type doesn't really look like a traditional bed 
But I mean, he's all but dead. I mean, oh, he's so, like just <laughs> laying there motionless. I was hoping you were going to say a ninety-year-old game collecting father no, or something. No, no, just just laying there. He's, he's just laying there chilling. <laughs> all right. Um, and you know, thankfully, the the guy who's shooting the video is you know recognizes and he blurs out like the the lower torso section of this gentleman who's just laying there because you know it's a it's a camera view of like shooting from the head down okay you know in the next room and he's got like his lower section blurred out and then baba comes in the room and then covers up the lower section with a blanket and it's like oh so he's just laying there just naked motionless exposed different culture i guess man (laughs) wow what the things you see on YouTube, you can't yeah. you can't unsee them. Yep. So I don't know. I mean, uh, makes me worry about uh, Baba's real motives. <laughs> yeah, <there's> something. <laughs> Feel bad for those games, man. Yeah. Maybe oh, they 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 are they are they some of them are really rough. That stinks. Oh yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anywho, yeah, <laughs> got that off your chest. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you familiar with the uh, writer, producer, actor? You name it, he does everything. Uh, B.J. Novak, yeah, yeah, probably most noteworthy from uh, The Office. The Office, yeah, right. Yeah. So I watched one of his films that he wrote and directed and starred in. Okay, uh, called Vengeance. Uh, I watched I it yesterday. It's on. Uh, it's on one of those streaming services. Oh fudge, maybe Peacock. Okay, um, came out last year. Uh, it's about a uh, a guy that lives in New York. He's a writer and he is trying to get a podcast off the ground <laughs> kind of funny okay <laughs> and uh he's trying to come up with an idea and um he gets called in the middle of the night by uh, somebody he doesn't know uh and it turns out to be uh the brother of a, gr- a girl he hooked up with and she uh turns up dead and he's like and she was basically writing it off as um uh or his brother was writing it off that it was a murder and that sort of thing. And then uh, he basically tries turning it into a podcast and then trying to discover what really happened to this girl. And she would, uh, that's what I was, I was trying to say. The, um, the girl that ended up dead basically used BJ Novak's character as like a scapegoat saying like it was a guy that she was dating in New York and that sort of thing. And uh, it was kind of a weird situation and, and turns out she was just a drug user and she got hooked up with the wrong people and that sort of thing. Uh, it was an interesting movie, um, but the the point I want to get to is if you're if you've watched or paid attention to B.J. Novak, have you ever? I, I came to the realization that everything that he produces, everything that he writes, everything that he directs, he also stars in. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's not a bad actor. He's not terrible, but I feel like he has one acting style. It could also be that that's the easiest way to get your movie off the ground. You know, you don't have to go look for an actor who wants to do Because then you exactly, can portray what yeah, you want. Exactly what you want. Yeah. But so. at the same time, he's... it. I mean, you're literally like, this character in this movie, Vengeance, could have been B.J. Novak from The Office, where he's just got like the vacant stares where he's like looking into the camera and that sort of <laughs> thing. Instead of staring into the camera with a vacant stare, he's staring at the people, like listening to them with a vacant stare. And it's just like, he's... He doesn't have a nice. He doesn't have a range. Is what yeah. I'm getting at. And that's it, fair. I mean, and, and I'm like, well, his writing's great. Maybe you should just stick to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well. You know. I mean, to each their own. You know. Right. Hey. I mean, how how can I how can I you know you know degrade the guy? I mean, he's obviously made a a nice living for himself. Right. Well, that goes into a movie that I had 
I had meant to watch when it came out uh, in 2011, uh, but I recently watched it yesterday, uh, which was Cowboys and Aliens. Which oh, was, I've, I've seen the movie. It's been a while. Yeah, it was it was a fun ride, uh, but it's directed by John Favreau, which right. great actor, also great director. Yeah, so. he's hilarious um, in some of the stuff he's in. And he didn't act in this one. He was just the the director and probably the writer. But um, definitely a fun ride. Um, I wish there was more. I like um, what's his name. Oh, I can't even remember his name. But um, Daniel Craig did a great job. Um, I mean, I loved him from the James Bond movies, so seeing okay. him in another action Yeah, role, Daniel Craig, was, uh, was Harrison Ford in that one? Yep, he was the he was like the bad guy who turned good to help, to help out the town. Right, right. Um, Harrison Ford's son is the one I was thinking of. Um, I can't remember his name, but off the top of my head. But great movie, though. I, I thought it was really good. Okay. It had its funny moments. Had its Yeah, so this is your first time seeing it? Yeah. Because it's yep. been out. You know, Since 2011, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, it's been out a while. I meant to watch it, but never yeah, I, don't, I, to I it. mean, I, it's probably been five, six years since I've seen it, but it it just seems strange that I've seen a movie before you that's that old, you know? Because yeah. I mean, hey. I'm I, I'm bad about that. I'm bad about watching the same movies over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Well, me too. So yeah. that's why I was like, ah, it's, it's on my list, and you know, I have a, a very long list of movies to watch, so I was like, right. Right, just right. mark one off. Uh, well, should we do the deed and jump into some uh, listener questions? Yeah, sure. Well, um, we got a we had a question that I believe popped up on our um, podcast hosting service, and we can't go back and find the question, but we know that it was about talking about lost media or hidden gems, or not hidden gems, but uh, basically things that didn't get released. So more of more of the lost media type. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we apologize to uh, whoever it was, you know, because that was some time ago again. and we were kind of hoping to get a few more questions in in hopes of, you know, doing like a, a segment like this, yeah. whereas, well, this segment's going to be a Q&A kind of episode. Yeah. So we're going to do our Q&A now. Um, and one thing that came to mind right off the bat when we seen the question for me was um, I don't recall what magazine it popped up in, but uh, for People that know me well know that one of my favorite TV shows is uh, Thunder in Paradise. This okay. is the one that stars Chris Lemon and a little guy named Hulk Hogan. Uh, it is basically Knight Rider in a boat. Um, there was a video game that came out on the CDI, the Philips CDI, and it was like an on-rails shooter, but it used like live-action footage. I absolutely love the game. Most people hate the game. Yeah. I mean, I, I tried it one time with yeah. you, and it was a nightmare. <laughs> I actually got really good at the game, but, really? I, but I, I played it over and over and over again. It's so. one of those games where it would have been great with, like, a light gun or something. Right, but, but we were playing it with a joystick with a cursor. Yeah. yeah just just because we finding a gun for a CDI. Oof. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. So um, that game actually did get released. It was also on PC of the t- at the time. Um, but there was another game that was, that started development and the only information I could, I've ever found on it was like a little like blurb, like from a video game magazine where they just talked about, Hey, this game's in development and it was thunder in paradise for the super Nintendo. And it was going to be more of like a traditional, like action adventure game. And the graphic that they showed reminded me of the super Nintendo version of like Jurassic park where it was like top down. Gotcha. So that is a piece of like lost media that I wish would have came to fruition. Oh yeah, totally. Thunder in paradise on super Nintendo. And it's like a, a top down adventure game, you know, because if you ever, ever watched the show, I mean, they could do so much with a a game like that because there's, 
it, I don't know. I mean, it's like it's you know, a they, fun action concept. Yeah, they know? they fight pirates. They they yeah. deal with like mythological stuff. They fight giants. You know, they it's 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 a weird show. Yeah. It's fun, but it's weird. Um, so what about you? Um, Anything come to mind as far as like lost media? So um, there's a couple of things. Um, one of which being um, which we had kind of talked about beforehand, which was um, the lost Friday the Thirteenth stuff. Oh, from the the VHS tape, right? That so, so they they released a Blu-ray set. Oh, maybe like three years ago or something of that nature. Three right. or four years ago, and the big the big thing on there was I think it was on part two, Friday the Thirteenth part two. There was a uh, a a piece of footage that was actually found. So this is more like found footage, um, where it was like something that was done up or going to be part of the movie, and they cut it out. Mm-hmm. And the only version that they have currently is on like a VHS tape and then they preserved it and put it on the Blu-ray as a special feature. Right. I can't remember what the segment was or what it, what it me was. Me either, me either. But, but it was just kind of cool because it was a piece of lost media that we didn't know was lost. Yeah, and then they just happened and to then come they across just, it. They happened to come across it and like, then they okay. put it in as a special feature. Right. So that was that was really cool. And in that same vein, uh, another horror um, set that I got you for Christmas one year was the Sleepaway Camps. And it included a kind of bonus disc of the fourth movie that didn't get released. Right. But it was kind of like a hodgepodge of footage from like the older movies or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. Right. Um, so like they almost like spliced together. I th- or d- So I have that fourth movie, but yeah. I think it's basically like the found footage spliced together with other footage from the other sleepaway camps to make it a fourth movie. Yeah. So it's, it's really bad. It's and, really bad. But yeah. we love the sleepaway camp. Exactly. Movies. And I was like, uh, when I found out that that was included in like the box, like first aid kit set, I was like, I got to get it. And of course the one I got you didn't have, didn't it, have so. it, but, but I ended up finding, finding it, it like out in the wild, like at, like at a flea market or something. And it was like dirt cheap. And yep. I'm just like, dude, Look what I found. Yeah, and I was like, no was, way. That's what it was. It was a, it was a, an exclusive to Best Buy. It was a bonus disc in the Best Buy version of that Sleepaway Camp. Okay. Uh, like med kit thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up finding one really cheap uh, thereafter. But And then I found the, uh, the Sleepaway Camp 4 that was like a fan-made movie. That's what I was thinking of, the fan-made Where version. it's like spliced together from like lost footage from a movie that didn't make it out. And then yeah. a fan kind of spliced it together into a movie, which is, I also, mean, it's pretty bad it was it was bad i mean the first three movies are great Uh, yeah yeah i mean um, the first one takes the cake obviously Um, just the end scene yes so disturbing so good so disturbing so good (laughs) um well uh moving on we got another question from uh yeah so we got another um email from uh one of our uh number one fans uh tiffany uh thank you for emailing us um, and she says, uh, hey, guys, I'm a new listener and have not yet made it through all of your episodes yet. So if you discuss this on your podcast, sorry for the duplicate questions. Uh, I enjoy listening to you guys chat back and forth and hearing your points of views on things. So my question for both of you is what era is your favorite Batman? If you even like Batman, why or why not? Got it. So thank you, Tiffany, for that. So <clears throat> that's 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 a really can be a really deep question because there's so many eras of Batman. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> I mean, obviously as a child, I grew up with the 1989 Batman film. Uh, Cause that came out when I was like seven or eight years old. And I remember being on vacation in Florida, going to a Taco Bell and them having like the Batman themed uh, stuff and promotions going on in the Taco Bell Hell and yeah. getting the Batman big cup. 
um, I I never you know was like die hard into Batman, but I really liked Batman the nineteen eighty nine movie and then the nineteen ninety two film. Like, but as a kid, you know, like I had action figures, I had GI Joes, I had X Men figures, but I never had Batman. Gotcha. Um, that being said, a Batman show that I've always wanted to get into that I never really have just taken the time to watch was Batman, the animated series that came out in the early mid nineties. Right. I really want to go through and watch it. And my son owns like a really nice big collector's edition box set of the entire series run. Cause I've heard uh, that's really good as yeah, well. Yeah. It just, I've never taken the time to Me watch either. it. Um, that was something I got for him because I found it at a pawn shop cheap and, and it was like, Oh, how cool would this be? You know? And that's at the time, you know, when he was like six, seven years old and he was watching anything that was animated. So I was like, gotcha. this is right up his alley. I know he's watched a few episodes of it, but I don't think he's really took a deep dive into it. Um, but to answer the question, my favorite era is definitely like the Adam West sixties Batman. You like that stuff? I, I remember <laughs> watching it coming home in like syndication when I was in, like in the mid nineties. So at that point the show was like 30 years old right. and I'd come and watch an episode or two of it, depending on if I got home in time. Cause they used, I think they remember them playing it back to back. Um, so I loved the sixties Batman series. Um, when it came out, I bought the big giant collector's edition box set on Blu-ray of the entire series run because for the longest time it was never available on any kind of format or media besides the sixties Batman movie. Uh, just because of licensing issues and that sort of thing. And then when that came out, I was like, oh, this is a must-have because I remember watching this on TV all the time as a right. kid. Uh, and that's the one that I enjoy the most is, uh, you know, like Bur Burgess Meredith as the Penguin. Yeah. And, uh, I can't remember Caesar's last name as the Joker. And Caesar Romero, is that? Caesar Romero. Yeah. And then a uh, little-known fact about our family, uh, uh, dad's met Burt Ward, who portrayed Robin. He met him like in the seventies. Oh, really? Uh, and got his autograph. I think something on like maybe an eight by ten or something. Oh, I don't know if I so, knew that. That's yeah. Pretty so my cool. <laughs> my favorite era is definitely as far as like when it comes to like the uh, the visual media. You know, like movies, TV shows is the sixties Batman. I, yeah. That's that's my favorite. Well, it definitely has the coolest Batmobile. That's right. for sure. You right. know. Definitely some highlights there. Um, I didn't really watch a whole lot of like the older movies and stuff when I was younger. I mean, they were on TV and stuff, and so I'd watch a little bit. Um, just never really was a big Batman person up until uh, the Christian Bale ones, because I like gritty movies and stuff. Okay. So when those okay. came out, I watched those religiously. Uh, the Dark Knight movies and uh, Batman Begins, um, all yeah, of those. Yeah, because was, was, I guess there was a, it was a trilogy of the Dark Knight. Yeah, it was Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Um, Definitely great ones there. Um, those are obviously much, much newer than the older stuff. Um, you know, I, well, I watched like Teen Titans, the cartoon, which was all about Robin and his, you know, DC buddies. Um, but I was more into just Marvel stuff in general, you know, big into Captain America. So I just didn't really get into Batman. Right. I've always been, I'm, I'm the same. I've always been a Marvel kid first versus, you know, when you do the whole Marvel versus DC. Right. Um, you know, going back to the Batman movies is I've, I've probably seen almost every Batman movie since 1989 because that's kind of when they really started rolling them out on a more mm -hmm. regular basis. I don't, I, I know I've seen bits and pieces of Batman forever and I haven't seen Batman and Robin, the 1998 film. I haven't seen any of it because it just got critically panned and I was afraid to watch it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like I've watched, uh, I think the latest movie is The Batman. With, um, 
I can't think of the actor. Robert Pattinson. But that was great. That yeah. was a great yeah. take it was, on it. It was a really good different mm-hmm. take on, um, on Batman. But I don't, I guess when I say I've watched all the movies, I'm meaning like the, you know, the major feature films with big budgets. I haven't watched a lot of the, um, the animated Batman. Um, but I hear a lot of those are really good too. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, um, I mean, once I got out of cartoons, I didn't stick with like anime and stuff. So yeah, I just didn't get into watching them. I think I think one of the, one I have seen that I really enjoyed of that animated stretch, um, I think it's called Batman Year One. And that's kind of Never like an one. origins of Batman. Okay, it's it's really good. Okay, but there's some that I'd really like to see. Like there's a crossover with Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep, yeah, and then there's a bunch with Dracula. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it, it that stuff I'd like to eventually sit down and discover, but um, you know, for me, it I, it always kind of goes back to the '60s Batman that that goofy. Right, fun, and I think I think I'm the same way. I think I, if I went back and watched them, I'd enjoy them just because I'm I'm more into like gritty concepts nowadays as I've gotten older. So Batman is about the grittiest superhero or one of them, you know. So have you seen Batman Returns? I I mean I think I have, or at least bits and pieces. That's with Danny just, DeVito as the Penguin, yeah, and then yeah, the, so uh, like I remember ripping on the TV when I was younger, but I just don't remember. That's such a it's such a great it. movie. I, I think I I think I have. I have, I might have all uh, of when I say all four, meaning that that kind of era, the eighty nine through ninety eight era. Mm-hmm. I think I have them all in Laserdisc. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, so. maybe there's a Batman on Laserdisc episode coming in our yeah, future. Yeah, that'd be. I mean, I, before I need, I need to get rid of my Laserdisc collection because it sits and there's yeah. a lot of like really interesting high end titles in there. Um, uh because I collected at the right time. Well, yeah, I mean, and let somebody else enjoy them. Yeah, you know? and it's t- time to pass them on. And, you know, I have sold my, I probably my most, I'd say, I, I don't like to use the word rare, but this is a rare, it was a rare item. It was a TurboGrafx-16 kiosk demo disc, and I did actually sell that. I sold that to a collector. And, like, literally, like, as I'm, like, pulling it out of the sleeve, showing the guy, like, video of it, the fucking label like peels off because it's just so dang old yeah. and, and it's just like hey man it is what it is i mean it works but you know and he's yeah. just like no nah, i want it man i'm like okay it's um, yours <laughs> yeah so but yeah batman um i enjoy batman uh i like the idea of the character uh was there any batmans you didn't like see i can't say that i didn't like care for Val Kilmer or George Clooney as Batman uh, because I didn't really see him. If I haven't seen him in, in their entirety. Um, I guess that's true. Ben yeah. Affleck as Batman was kind of weird because he looked, I all, like sw- that. He yeah. looked all swole. Yeah, I didn't like that um, as Batman at all. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what um, I was going to say. I don't know. I, 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 it's not that I, I'm not that critical of like superhero stuff like some people are. Uh, I just, I'm glad that we have a yeah. big variety. I just, so, I kind of, I kind of classify it in the way I think of Batman is I think of like James Bond because I was into James mm-hmm. Bond, you know, so I'd classify it as the actor playing James Bond, you know, right. it's like, okay, I didn't like him, his portrayal of whatever, you know, and I think once I watch all the Batman movies then it'll be kind of like that for me. It's like, oh, I love the, you know, the Val Kilmers, you know, I loved him as, but we'll see. We'll yeah. See. I don't know. I, at some point I need to just break out the, the, either the laser discs or I probably have them on Blu-ray somewhere and watch those that like 95 and 90, 98 Batman movie. And then yeah. I've probably seen most of the, at least the major motion films, you know, but now I, I, I like Batman as a character, uh, but sixties is where it's at for me. Well, uh, if you'd like to 
hear your question answered on air. It's openbyaccident at gmail.com. We will get the question in its entirety if you email it to us. Yeah. Again, uh, I don't know what happened. It exploded I, it, into the ether or something. Yeah, we, it, we read I it remember, like a month ago. Yeah, we no, we read it. We planned on doing this. Yeah, we planned on been planning on doing this, and it's not that we forgot you. It's been in conversation between us off air. Yes. Uh, so I'm we do sorry. apologize <laughs> to um, that listener that we could not mention your name. Uh, but uh, if you want to reach out to us and email us and correct us uh, in any way on that that question, please do so. It's openbyaccident at gmail.com. Uh, with that, you want to go ahead and jump into our main topic today, which is Christmas memories. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Wish we had a so this jingle is, bell. Yeah, this thing. is kind of our holiday uh, episode, if you will, um, where we're going to talk about some Christmas memories uh, and and what makes Christmas special to us. Maybe we'll talk about some uh, like gifts or things that we anticipated, or maybe some stuff that we really wanted that we never got. Yep. Yep. So for that, I'll start off with a question for you, Nick. Uh, Yeah. Does throughout your, you know, almost 30 years of existence, is there like a one gift during Christmas time that really stands out to you that whether good or bad, uh, that you always associate with Christmas? So I got a good and a bad. Um, Yeah, let's do it. Which one do you want first? You want the bad or the good? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I always feel like the it's bad's bad, gonna, bad. The bad's going to be good, like. But. Okay. Well, go. You you do whatever. All right. So we'll start with the bad. Um, I was big into GI Joes. Um, not big, big, but I know like you were into GI Joes, and it kind of passed down to me and my brother Thomas. So we we had GI Joes to play with and stuff. Um, right. So I remember. I remember buying them for you. That was in the really early to like around 2000 2001 that was when they were like re-releasing the three and three quarter inch gi yeah, joe's and they were super cool the, like, I it was like you, my era of gi joe's being released for you guys yes and i remember you got a lot of them for for thomas you know but we had like the dune buggy we had yep. you know uh, my first one i got was uh, cobra commander which i loved the silver on him he was cool as hell looking with a little snorkel <sighs> i know where this is going um so so our parents they're they're big on you know Quantity over quality. <laughs> yes. So, yes. So one year for Christmas, I was big into G.I. Joe's, wanted a bunch of action figures so I could have big old wars and stuff. So they got me a bunch of action figures. Um, they were not G.I. Joe's, though. <laughs> but it was like a, a bunch of tanks and trucks and like tons and tons of dudes and guns. But they were the the cheapest knockoff. It was like the store brand version, right? They didn't, they didn't like bend properly. They didn't, they barely bent at all, you know? Yeah. So like trying to get them to do anything. No was range of motion. No friends wanted to play with them, so I just had all these <laughs> crappy off-brand, you know, army guys that I barely even played with. But I mean, the guns and the trucks were cool. I played with those a lot. But well, you know, you got to remember, there were four of us. Oh, I know, I know. And they, mom and dad had to be a little conscious about how they spent money at they, come Christmas. But time. here's what I'm saying: is they probably thought that was a, they were like, oh, he's gonna, it's a fucking battlefield all in one, you know. And in also in their defense. By the time that I was done buying you guys those G.I. Joes, I had pretty much bought in everything that they re-released because it was very limited what they put out. They okay. probably put out like 20 characters total that, yeah, so that's about in what that we re-release. Mm-hmm. So you probably had mo- majority of them. So they're probably like, well, we don't know which ones to get them because, you know, there's only so many. Yeah. And they're like, oh, look at this thing. And it was probably like one of those Toys R Us ginormous box sets. I remember seeing those. And oh, some yeah. of them looked pretty cool. But, but it ended up just being uh, those <laughs> being the, the weaklings that my G.I. Joes would just destroy just every straight. single time. Well, hey, man, as <laughs> so, long as you got to play with them. and got some They were the bad guys. The yeah. bad guys, yeah. <laughs> so, but I One of my, uh, 
you know, speaking of GI Joes, I have a few in my collection of like the knockoff GI Joes that came out like in the eighties and nineties oh, okay. where they're the same size, the same articulation of GI Joes, but not quite GI Joes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and usually, you know, like I will, you know, they'll the like when I'd set up like little displays or something, you know, they were the guys that were getting like ambushed or <laughs> yep. like literally yep. like one of the guys, his, uh, he has like two left arms. <laughs> like that's how he came out of the package was with two left arms. And I love like the off brand names cause they're trying to be like GI Joe. So but it's not, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, horn Roger bill or something. You know, yeah. Something stupid. <laughs> All right. So what's the, uh, the good, the good one. Um, it was always video game systems, man. I mean, being the youngest, I always had to be the second player. So whenever I got a system, that was a big fucking deal. Um, I remember GameCube when uh, you had got me a GameCube. That was like okay. my first system of your own, of like my own home so, console, yeah, if you will. So that was a big one. But the big one that actually like made me cry was when when I got a 360 for Christmas, just because it was online gaming. You know, we had me and my brother had shared a 360 and original Xbox for online gaming. I was on it every day. So having my own that only I would be playing on. So I wonder if that was, was like around deal. 2007. I guess it wasn't only mine because Thomas didn't have a 360 yet. It was for both of us to play, but he goes, he got an elite for his birthday. I think the next year. Okay. Um, but, but for that time, I mean, I was like, this is it. You know, I was, I was on level finally with everybody else. Cause when I got the GameCube, it was still kind of dated, you know, whatever. And now it's like current gen. I'm in it, you know? So that was a big deal. Um, I guess I can kind of relate to that with the 360 a little bit because right before my son was born, it was around the time that the second gen or, you know, uh, the redesign of the Xbox 360 had come out. Mm -hmm. So that would have been like 2009-ish. And for my birthday, dad bought me one of those. And he, as he put it, this will be the last time that you get like a really fun gift before you're a dad. <laughs> so, yep. uh, so yeah, you know, the 360's uh, obviously got a nice uh, spot in my... Yep, yep. <laughs> We're always <laughs> looking at them. Yeah, <laughs> just a wall of yeah. 360 games. Uh, it was that was the the future of gaming. I mean, right. That was what sparked like a lot of social gaming for a whole lot of people. So it was a new generation. It really okay. was. So you're so that that would be like the top of the list for you is. Yep. Video. Okay. I mean, video game systems in general. You yeah. Know? I mean, that was a big big deal for me when I was younger. So you know, as far as like video games, I mean, some of my uh, memories of what we got for Christmas, like video game related are captured on VHS because between like the years of 87 and like probably 91 or 92, our dad would record Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, our Christmases were so freaking long. When we'd open up gifts, it was like a, an all day event because it was pass out a gift to person A. They open the gift, they react Oh, great. Yay. All right. Next one. Next one. Now person B gets a gift and then we all watch person B. And when you have a house full of people, it's like, holy cow. Oh, it's a nightmare it's for a, the kids. Cause it's they like open between like four to six hours to open up gifts. And then, uh, I don't know. You wouldn't remember this because you were born in Florida, but when we moved to Florida, uh, that side of the family, my mom's side of the family, or your mom's side of the family too, yeah. uh, it's like utter chaos. <laughs> like they would like literally like pass out all the gifts to everybody. Uh, you know, like you'd get this like pile of gifts. You'd be with grandma, grandpa, aunts and uncles, cousins. And then it's just like, go. 
and then they just tear into them. And I'm like opening a gift really slowly. Like, am I allowed to do this? <laughs> and I look up at my dad and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Right. <laughs> and, but my dad's kind of giving me the nod, like, go ahead. I'm, I don't like it either, but go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, I understand the appreciation of, you know, making sure everybody appreciates each gift, but yeah, our dad took it to the whole another level. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then there's got to be a designated person to pass out yep, the, the gifts. Santa. The yep. Sa- who's who's going to be Santa this year? Make sure you're doing an even amount for everybody, yeah. not just all on one person. Right, right. Well, sometimes sometimes it's hard to do because some people get more gifts than others. You know, there's favorites in the family. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> for sure well and half the time your kiddo is usually the santa and he's like oh another one for me it's like all right, dude, all right we dude. know you want to open games <laughs> so um so probably uh the earliest like video game memory that i have is like i said it's captured on video so i can relive it over and over again and i don't really remember it but i i know it happened because i can see it uh but in our stockings uh we each got a nintendo game for the Christmas of 1987, meaning uh, myself and our older brother, Chris, because Nick wasn't around and neither was Thomas at this point. And uh, I opened up a game called Pinball for the original Nintendo. That'd be a Mm. black box game. And then uh, he opened up uh, Metroid. Much better game. (laughs) Much better game. But that same Christmas, uh, uh, it was funny because if you watch the home video, it's like me... uh, opening up, I think, Mousetrap, the board game, and being so disappointed because it looked like it was going to be the size of a G.I. Joe box, and it was not. And Chris, our older brother, had just opened up a G.I. Joe set, and I'm just like, I want a G.I. Joe. (laughs) I got it. Hey, in my defense, I was like five, okay? Yeah. It was okay for me to be a butthead. (laughs) Well, there's other clips, though, too, with the whole truck thing. You're like, I wanted that one. (laughs) It's like, all right, buddy. Um, Oh, are you talking about the the remote control trucks? Yes, they were the wrong brand. It was because I wanted a... um, You wanted a different color, I think. No, I wanted a black... Okay, so you got the black one. Yeah. Because Chris was, got a red one, right? Because I think I, yeah. And I think I colors. said, I think I said it's it's not like Stomper or whatever. No, no, no. It's It was called something, something black, black, black something. Okay. And it's not this. And my dad's like, well, is it black? Yeah. Is it four wheel drive? Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. It's not black, blah, 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 blah. And, and then my dad's like, well, it's what your grandparents could afford. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> it was like the sears brand of it yeah um but i i mean obviously i'd seen the commercials and that's what i wanted i wanted that monster truck i still had a blast with that monster truck oh and hell yeah grandma grandpa thank you so much i know you're not with us anymore but uh uh we had me and chris had a lot of fun with those those uh monster trucks that hell was yeah. a, that was a great gift so did you have a really bad gift that you remember <sighs> you know not that i really recall okay uh as far as bad gifts, I mean, I mean, I, I can I can tell you a uh, bad thing I did with a Christmas gift immediately. Okay. <sighs> Christmas of 1990. This stands out. I got a new bicycle. I got a really cool bicycle. It was, if you can imagine, it was supposed to like mimic like a drag race car because it had like a. I know this is going to sound weird. It's a bicycle. It's so. a bicycle. But the, the big, gears are turning. <laughs> the big gimmick of this bicycle is it had like a big wide tire on the back. Okay. And it looked like a drag tire. So it's supposed to be like a drag bike. Right. Okay. Right. Because, okay. you know, it's going to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is when we lived in Arizona. 
so people didn't have front yards as a rule. They had rock yards. Like it was just right. Cause I mean, grass, no grass doesn't yeah, <laughs> grow. We lived down uh, at the bottom of a hill. So of course, as a eight year old, Oh, you go to the top of the hill and you go as fast as you can down the hill. Well, I lost control of the bike on Christmas day, pulling into the driveway, coming down the hill. Cause I was going way too fast. And I wiped out in the front yard, which is not a yard. It's It's rocks. rocks. (laughs) Big rocks. And it had like plastic like trim on it and stuff like that around the gear shift. Because it had a gear shifter in the front right here. I mean, like I said, it was a drag bike. Mm -hmm. And the housing around it was all cracked and broken. And I'm crying because I fell in rocks. I mean, and... Destroyed your and bike. Then, and then I, I, I damaged the bike that, you know, like within hours of ha- getting it as a Christmas gift. And I look down and I'm like, it's broken. And I'm like, oh my God, dad's going to kill me. Yeah. Dad's going to kill me. And yeah, he was mad at me for days mm-hmm. afterward because, I mean, literally like within hours, I'm already busted it up. So yeah, for the entire life of me having that bicycle, it had a cracked housing around the, oh, the yeah, gear never shifter. Got fixed. Never got fixed or replaced because it's like, eh, you deal with it, you broke yep. it. Mm-hmm. But um so that was, it wasn't a bad gift by any stretch of the means. It was an amazing Just gift. a bad event that happened. <laughs> yeah, immediately afterward on, on Christmas Day. Uh, well, but, so. and that's something I wanted to touch on is our family's big on fucking with each other on Christmas. Oh, my goodness. Like, whether it be the recliner. I did have a bad gift. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Let's hear or, it. Do you want to talk about the recliner? Let's, we, we can talk about Let's the recliner. Let's go with the talk- bad gift. Bad gift. You, okay, the bad gift. Uh this could be a, a whole episode on its own. Things you should like, but don't. Okay. Tom Petty. <laughs> so my dad thinks it's hilarious that I can't stand the music of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Um, I have a reason. I'm going to leave that alone, but I have a reason to why. Each I, their own. You yeah, know? I don't like, I don't like I don't everything. Like, I don't like his music. Yeah, fair enough. When, when it comes on the radio or it gets suggested in like my playlist from my streaming app, skip. Okay. Moving on. Changing the channel. Tom Petty comes on. Nope. No thank you. Um, so dad thinks it's funny to get me a mix of gifts of things I dislike. This is probably one of the last years of the, I guess I'll call it our main family home before they sold it. So mm-hmm. that this would have been like 2018, 2019. So he gets me a, a Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers greatest hit CD. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. I'm sure he's still got the CD to this day because I didn't take oh, it home. It's probably in his truck. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he listens to it. But immediately thereafter, he gets me a jar of Miracle Whip. Which you also love so much, right? Oh, I despise Miracle Whip. <laughs> I think it's the nastiest <laughs> stuff on earth. I, I enjoy mayonnaise, but not Miracle Whip. I mean, it's every time. If there's anything mayo or Miracle Whip related, he brings hey, it you up. want some Miracle Whip? You want some Miracle Whip? No. No, <laughs> I don't like Miracle Whip. <laughs> So that Christmas, I got Miracle Whip and Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And I, no, not for me. No, no, no. no. Well, that's what I'm saying is we just, we mess with each other so much. Like even like my GameCube, the way you gave it to me was I opened a game, which was, I think was the game I really wanted, Freedom Fighters. Right. I was like, oh, you have a GameCube. So you're like, yeah, whenever you come over, you can play it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You're like, you're oh, like, I got one more sucks. gift for you. And then you just pulled up the, the GameCube from downstairs. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hell yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, if you want to tell a recliner story. Uh, sure, I can tell the recliner story. <laughs> just little things like this. Just like, that's so, our family. So, Dad and I are out Christmas shopping weeks before Christmas. And Dad loves to shop at Sam's Club. Sam's Club, 
for those that don't know, is like a Costco or it's a big where, bulk store. Yeah, big bulk warehouse store. They'll 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 get some cool items uh, in stock, and um, of course that's Dad's go to. Let's go to Sam's Club. You know, okay. So we're in there shopping around, and we, we find a reclining massage chair, and Dad's trying it out, and like, oh, this feels nice. Yeah, you think your mom would like it? I guess. I mean, it's kind of a. I guess if I guess I don't know, and so he's like, well, try it out. See if you like. Like, oh yeah, it feels nice. Yeah, this would probably be good for mom. You know, be a nice gift for her. She works so hard. Sure. So uh, we buy the chair under the pretenses that it's for uh, our mother, mm-hmm. and you know, dad's really good at wrapping gifts. I suck at it. So dad, well, he's. He's meticulous. Yeah, dad Way wraps too much it, tape. that sort of thing. And, um, so fast forward to Christmas Day, and we're opening up Christmas gifts, and uh, dad's like, hey, you going to open up your big present? I'm like, okay, and I'm thinking, that's the chair. Why, why? It's like, that's labeled to me like dad's doing something weird. And well, well, let me backtrack. You helped him wrap the present. Did I? Yeah, because he needed help with the present. Yeah, maybe, so like, maybe, you know, well, that's why probably why I was like, yeah, and I like was there was with all, it. Like I, you were with the whole, whole process. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. Well, this isn't the only time he's done this to me. <laughs> so I open it up and I'm like, um, yeah, dad, it's a massage chair. And he goes, yeah, that's for you. You like it, right? Yeah, you liked it, right? And I'm like, I guess. I remember you walking in the room like, oh my God. <laughs> But yeah, he he bought it on the pretenses that it was going to be for me, not for our mother. But he was saying our mother, and I'm like, oh, this That's is how gifts we- work, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! So I guess. he did he did this to me again in more recent uh, years, um, with a board game. So we're out shopping. We're at one of the local card stores that we used to play at pretty frequently, and now uh, and they sold board games as well. And uh, the board game that he got me was um, Ogre. It's like it was a re-release of the Peter Jackson classic Ogre, and I had we were sh- I thought we were shopping for our brother Thomas, and I said I think Thomas would really like this. I said he can play it by himself, and then he can bust out and play that. He's the board game guy, you know. He likes this kind of stuff because right. he used to and work at a game store. Yeah, so. and, it, and like and this is a cool release, a cool version of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, it was for me. I picked out my own c- Christmas gift again, and I'm just like, it's really more fitting for. Thomas. Now I've pulled out the game and I've played it and messed around with it, but it, I, again, I, I'm like, this is cool, but this just seems like it's more up Thomas's alley. Yeah, you're not the board game guy at the, I, or at, the at least at that point. He yeah, was. Yeah. So it's it's just like, uh, I guess if I need to go out and pick up my gifts, I just need or just need to be upfront with them and say, hey, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. This is what I don't want. <laughs> it's like, hey, you, would you like this? I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> So they, they were pretty good about a lot of things though. Like with the foos, foosball table, oh, the was, family gift for the foosball table. That was a fun yeah. one because they just put a, they typed up a, a note on the Christmas tree. And I was like, Oh, you know, it was from Santa. And it's like, Oh, the, I got a gift for you in the garage. It was too big to put underneath the tree. And we're like, Ooh, what could it be? It was a massive old foosball table. Cause I mean, it was a nice one that they yeah, got. It was a nice one. Um, it was in the garage and that was fun. Okay. Uh, I, I guess I do have like, since we're on the subject of gifts, one very memorable gift that at the time wasn't very memorable, but now looking back, it was because of just our history with that game series. Um, so this would have been Christmas of 1999. I had no idea the game even came out because 
I just wasn't that that time I wasn't in tune with games like I am now or you know the years following because I was a senior in high school I had I was pretty involved in a relationship and um that was my focus point you know um but the Christmas of 99 I was not living at home so I wasn't really you know talking to mom and dad on a regular basis but I did come over for Christmas because mom wanted me there and that sort of thing um that was the year that I got I wish I could, I mean, I've literally like tried finding that jacket again, uh, since then, even in recent times, but I got a really cool Adidas jacket for Christmas. And unfortunately it got lost when the relationship ended. Um, but I'd love to replace that jacket, uh, just because I loved it so much, Mm -hmm. but the gift dad got me was Gran Turismo 2. Uh, I played the utter crap out of that game. (laughs) I remember coming home from school and putting in like I mean, I'd get out of, cause I work, I, I was on a work release program. So I'd get out of school at like between like 11 and noon and I'd go to work at four. So between the hours of 11 and four, I was playing Gran Turismo two and then going to work for, you know, seven, eight hours, rinse and repeat. Uh, I put in so much time in Gran Turismo two. Uh, we need to do like a dedicated Gran Turismo episode, but, yeah, yeah. uh, Gran Turismo two was very special to me because it, I mean, it's a game I owned. I own again today, um, but I had to get rid of that copy when uh, prom rolled around because I was, I think, in between jobs or something. I didn't have any money to rent my tux, so I yeah, sold my PlayStation stuff. and my games to rent my tux to go to prom. Um, priorities. Yeah, I mean... But I just remember that gift and, and thinking, even when I opened it, I'm like, I'm surprised Dad even got me a gift because we really weren't on talking terms. Right. But yet he still knew that I would want this game for Christmas, yeah. in which I did. I mean, I absolutely love Gran Turismo 2. It's probably my favorite Gran Turismo of all the series, mainly for nostalgia reasons. Um, but you kind of fast forward to like this past Christmas, and I had found a racing simulation steering wheel at one of the pawn shops really cheap mm-hmm. and it was like new in the box uh i've since found like a shifter to add to it but my wife bought me a uh, a stand for it where you can just kind of roll a chair up to it and it it's like a racing simulator and it works really well but she also got me gran turismo 7 for playstation 4 gotcha. for christmas as well and it just kind of it's kind of like that you know coming full circle where Reliving I associate Gran Turismo with Christmas, with Christmas time. <laughs> with Christmas time. So yep. just because it's been a part of my life for, you know, the, almost 25 years. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Gran Turismo 2 is a, a special gift. Um, you know, you talk about Xbox. Uh, I bought my, my own 360, but my wife bought my first original Xbox for Christmas. So I still have it to this day. I won't ever get rid of it. Even if it breaks, it's I, I can easily identify because I never peeled off the uh, the plastic protective coating off the front of it. Yeah. It's still there. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Christmas is special to me, and I know that people shouldn't be materialistic, but I am, and I associate uh, having things around my you know game room around my house. Uh, allows they're not me, just things. They're no, memories. they're not. They're memories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Some people have, you know, pictures and, and, and yeah. art everywhere. This Instead is your of, art. Yeah, that's know? my art. That's my, yeah. yeah. So, um, 
you know, it's like it's and then, and I tried I tried rec- I tried creating lasting memories for my son. You know, like when he was, I guess he would have been about seven, and we bought him a switch for Christmas. And you know, it's kind of strange because the first like six months he didn't touch the switch, just no interest. I don't think he realized what it was. Right now, you can't get him away from it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you know one day he'll look back and go, man. You know, my parents really did care about me, and you know they they basically they bought yeah. yeah they bought yeah, me my you know switch. switch and it's just a different era you know because back then you know we'd see commercials for the new Xbox or something just every day so when you got it around Christmas time you're like oh shit hell yeah nowadays right. I mean they're on YouTube all the time they probably get a lot of commercials like we used to right new systems or new games well or yeah whatever. it's it's like a, you know you, yeah I've asked my son numerous times like hey what do you want for Christmas this year is there anything that really stands out and Oh, I don't know. Not really. It's like, what do you do? I mean, for somebody that lives on their phone and plays the same video game over and over again. I mean, he's literally like beat Persona 5 three or four more times since we've talked about him beating it the first time on the podcast. Well, yeah, because in this in this day and age, it's not even like about getting him new games anymore. Like, I think last birthday I got him something game-related. It was just DLC for a game he's been playing because that's all it is. You know, they just right. want the new DLC for, want, yeah, for, for the game they're playing currently. It's not playing. a new game every time. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, and especially with, like, retailers starting to stop carrying physical media, I mean, it's it's really going to change the landscape of what we're accustomed to when it comes to, like, video gaming and Christmas. It's yeah. not it's not going to be the same. It's not going to feel the same. Uh, well, which, that just goes back to the Sam's Club thing, you know. Yeah. I think that's why Dad shopped there with all their blister packs they would have around the holiday season. Oh, yeah. Their, you know, I, rem- bundles. I remember, so. I remember um, shortly after, it probably was, it might have been ho- one of the holiday blister packs but i remember an original xbox blister pack um it came with an xbox it came with an extra controller i I'm pretty positive it came with two games i can't remember the second game but the extra one of the games was uh the rally cross game uh that's uh the xbox exclusive oh okay okay so um but yeah i, I mean i love blister packs oh, blister yeah. packs are so cool oh yeah i just I, I remember seeing all i love seeing the playstation games at Sam's Club because they made them see because you know oh, they had like the ha- big giant yeah, like a big old hoop thing, thing so you couldn't yeah, steal, steal it, it. <laughs> right right yeah I remember a couple of them uh, you know getting a couple games there uh, here and there but um, I don't know what 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 else about Christmas really stands out to you maybe not necessarily gift related. Well, actually, there is another gift one. Um, oh, okay, go ahead. It goes back to the messing with each other thing. Um, this was when I was basically the only one left at home. Um, so Christmas Eve, I was like, can I open one gift, you know, cause that's usually what our dad would let us do is open one gift. Um, and I remember, I remember there being two obviously case, you know, uh, you know, DVD case or video game case right. games wrapped up. And I was like, okay, I want to open that one. And he's like, oh, of course you want to open up the video game, you know, on Christmas Eve. And he was making it all clear. Like, of course, you know, to, to my mom, like he picks, he picks the game. Of course he picks the yeah. one video game, you know, and I'm yep. like, hell Yeah. And I remember opening it up. Because you're thinking, and, I'm going to play it tonight. Yep. And I remember opening it up, and my dad just starts cackling because it's uh, the Flying Deuces, Laurel and Hardy. So black and white comedy, especially. He's like, oh, let's pop it in. You wanted, you wanted to do it tonight? And I'm like, all right. You know, uh, turns out I ended up loving that that DVD, and I still own it. Um, love me some Laurel and Hardy. But, yeah, he was just, he knew. And he was like, oh, he picks the game. Yeah. And then I opened it up, and he's like, I got you, some bitch. <laughs> like, you motherfucker. <laughs> so that was a good time. Yeah. I mean, I always enjoy uh, our Christmases because it means that we're getting together with our family. Yeah, uh, we get along for the most part. Yeah, it, it 
the it's it's kind of interesting because I was just thinking about this. Um, how when mom and dad lived in the same town we're in now versus them living an hour away, mm-hmm. how we would just kind of go over there for the day. Mm-hmm. And now it's become like a, a whole we overnight. Have we have, you know, we're it there for two, three nights. Much, you know? It just doesn't happen as much. But when we get together, we get together for longer periods of time. Yeah. You know, now our older brother lives out of state and uh, you know, that's an old, and that's, that's in its own experience. Yeah. Uh, not, not necessarily a hurdle, but it's, it's something, it, to plan for yeah it's something we have to plan for and then uh you know that that's part of the experience is going and getting him and then bringing him back or you know uh whatever or both you know yeah um and i think anytime people do spend the holidays with their family it's everybody has their own form of griswold christmas you know (laughs) sure they've all got their own uh niches and, and and things that they have to do so sure it's just ours has evolved drastically in just the past what five years so yeah yeah and and, you know you you mentioned the griswolds and you know that's that's kind of a holiday tradition is sitting around and watching you know christmas movies leading up to christmas day Mm -hmm. um i like to try and watch the beavis and butthead christmas special on christmas eve i don't know that one (laughs) i don't always do it but i i i do like try and watch that um Another Christmas tradition we have is on Christmas Day we watch the Mr. Bean Christmas special. Yep. We also uh, try to watch the Trailer Park Boys Christmas movie. Yeah, that I one's like that, one I, that one that one's rough. Really? Yeah, it's really rough. I like that one a lot. It's yeah. it's sad, but yeah. Like it. Maybe that's it. why I don't like it. Yeah. It's very emotional. Uh, but uh you know, you know, we watch like the 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 traditional favorites like Elf and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, we which we've already watched. Christmas that one year. Yeah, that was we, good. I, I mean, literally, uh, the the three Christmas movies that I've watched uh, so far are those three. I've watched Elf, Christmas Vacation, and Eight Bit Christmas. Okay, um, I watched I, a single this, one so far. This this year, I do want to watch uh, uh, the the one with Santa Claus is like a mercenary. Violent Night. Violent Night. Thank yes. you. That's so on my, my girlfriend, hit list. she just watched that the other night and she said it was awesome. She's that's, excited that, to watch it again. So. That's that's on my hit list of movies to watch before Christmas. There's also a new one, Silent Night, where Christmas time, but his wife dies and he loses his ability to speak. So he's so it's a silent revenge kind of silent revenge. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so that might okay. be good. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, I hope that we can make this like an annual tradition of talking about our Christmas memories, and maybe we'll save some for next year. Uh, if anybody has any kind of Christmas memories of their own, please yeah. send them in. We'll yeah. we'll definitely put them on the on the podcast. Yeah. But with that, uh, anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Well, if this comes out right before Christmas time, happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. We, Merry Christmas. We enjoy you for listening. So thank you for that. Yeah, and then uh, we hope that your holidays and your gift opening is everything you want it to be. Very memorable. Very memorable. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not not a jar of Miracle Whip and (laughs) And Tom Petty CD. CD. Gross, (laughs) gross. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us.